Hey guys, welcome back to the flip side. Today we are going to go over the flip side podcast gathering survival guide. Uh, yes, that is a ripoff of a different name, but you know who cares? I like it. Um, so we are going to go over a little bit of kind of vibes, what to expect, how to go about getting there to a session or getting to a gathering, I mean, and kind of seeing how things kind of go at a gathering because. Personally, I've never been to one. I've been to a lot of meeting competitions um, in the U.S. for gymnastics. Like, there's been times where, because we're at the hosted hotel, that a bunch of the gymnasts will just, like, go down to the hotel at the same time and we'll all hang out. But I feel like it's a ton different compared to a gathering. So, I guess my first question is, Chris, uh, is there really an itinerary to a gathering, in a way? Um. Yes. So... Um, I feel like I would say 100% of the time, the gathering hosts um, or hosts will make uh, an itinerary and it will be like, day one, this is the plan. Day two, this is the plan. Day three, this is the plan. And it okay. will give you kind of, this is our gym time that we're allotted. We're all going to meet here for a hike. This is when you're served food. Um, this is when you need to be out of the gym. Um, this, this is when we're having seminars. So these are the kinds of things that you'll see in the itinerary. Um, and like when battles are taking place, this is all good stuff to know because you don't want to waste all your energy before your battle. You don't want to, you know, eat the food before the session. Like you, it just helps you plan out how things are going to go, but it's more of a guideline yeah. because so often things come up. And something we'll talk about too is like, I mean, there are session vibes, but there's also gathering vibes and people will, you know, have a plan of some kind and they'll be like, yeah, meet here for the hike. And then all of a sudden people are meeting at this completely different spot for a grass session because it's just what they wanted to do. And then that's where we all go. So the itinerary is a good guide, but it is not. It's not the end all be all. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So usually you're allotted gym time. It's not just like you can just show up whenever and the gym should be open. It's you do get this amount of time to this amount of time. I'm guessing a majority of gatherings that you go to, it's not just 24 hour. I can be at the gym doing whatever I want. Correct. Um, yes, that's correct. Um, there is a few exceptions and I'm not going to say names because it constantly changes or could change. And some of them even have changed locations since I've been there, but, um, there's a lot of gyms, not a lot, but there's been a lot of gatherings that will allow you to sleep overnight in the gym. Interesting. So they've actually rented it for days and then they just, you show up to the gym and you sleep overnight and then you're just there in the morning and you do have full access. Um, but that's not where the party's at, you know, not a hundred percent of the time. So it's not like you do want to be there all the time. It's just, so what I want to say about that is it's hard to plan things when the itinerary is not necessarily the end all be all. And you, if you have your own hotel and you're not staying at someone's house or where the majority of the people are staying, how do you know what's going on? Well, all the time there's a host for the gathering and you can yes. always contact that host. But then there's also usually a, a separate, uh, usually Instagram profile. And that okay. is where you will find all your information. They will upload things to their story constantly. 
and they'll say, this is where we're at, this is what's going on, this is the plan, and uh, just know that trickers are always late. <laughs> so yep. if, they, if they say, okay, I'll meet you at this grass stop, this grass spot for a session, uh, see you there at 10 a.m. Expect everyone to be there <laughs> no earlier than 2 p.m. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty bad at <laughs> gatherings, people, because people stay up all night tricking if they have full yeah. access to the gym, or stay up all night just having fun because there's so many people that they don't get to see but these are like our best friends you know just, just from all That's over true. the united states and we just consistently meet up and see the same people it's like you know i see some of these people more often than i see some of the people even trickers that live right next to me <laughs> yeah it's true it's ah. kind of funny so i never really knew that you guys were so uh I guess at that point, it's not fashionably late. Fashionably late to me is like five, maybe ten minutes. That's like, oh my god, that's late. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like, this is where you need to be. We need to keep track of you. It's like, you're all adults. You all can do what you want. We're going here. If you want to participate, show up. Like, they're yep. not going to track you down to figure out what you're doing. So people just kind of – it's not like they're late because they don't know where they're going. They're not – it's because they're doing other things. They're like, oh, I want to go eat. Me and my other friends wanted to do this hike, and then we'll go. And Or, you know, I want to save my energy for the session. Um, yeah. Whatever it is, there's plenty of other things. It's like you're making a choice. You just – but if you do want to know where the action's at – then follow that gathering profile and keep up with the story. Um, there's usually people who are on top of it or people who are staying with the gathering host get their information so that you can direct message them uh, yeah. and keep in touch so that you know what's going on. That's it's a just, smart idea. That's Yeah, those are the things you got to do so that you don't miss out because it is such a bummer to not know what's going on and show up late if you want to be there on time. I just, I remember, Remember being at a air track. of at and now a word from today's sponsor oh thank you all right so due to technical difficulties that cut out in the middle of the episode um so as chris was saying he it's kind of a bummer that he went to the beach and they were already taking down the air track because they met him at a different beach because they had moved locations so kind of crappy in my opinion but at the same time it is what it is you can't really do anything about it now it's um, just the gathering vibes it's the way it worked yeah. out and it was nobody's fault it's just a 
you know, I mean, it's probably my fault, honestly, more than anything. So it was just, yeah, trying to keep up. So that's how to do that is just make sure you get all the contact information that's going to happen on the first night that you arrive. When you meet up with everybody, um, just make sure you're exchanging information. You're getting to know people because you need to stay in touch, especially if you're not going to yeah. be staying with everyone. There's usually like a designated tricker house or there's like a, a few places that the majority of people are staying. Um, but people are going to be staying up late and because I'm so used to getting up really early in the morning, I'm usually going to bed early. And if I want to trick my best, I need to take care of myself. And yeah. tricking my best to me is more important. I enjoy socializing at the sessions more so than after the sessions, but that's just me personally. So, mm-hmm. you know, just make your choice. So I usually get a hotel or um, now that I live in Colorado, I'll hit all the gatherings here. I'll just be able to stay at my own place. So. That's- that's gonna be so nice. But I'll definitely <laughs> have people also stay here. I mean, that was the plan for the last one. It just never. It just they didn't need to because they had plenty of other places. Um, yeah. But my place was open. Um, but yeah. So, but mine's in Denver, so it was like in the gathering was in Colorado Springs. So yeah, it was like a bit of a drive. But um, I get it. But yeah, I mean, so that's usually how that goes. Uh, just choose between the hotel or with the people. And if you're with the people, you're probably going to miss a lot less, but you're not going to get any sleep. So yeah, <laughs> probably not. Accordingly. <laughs> yes. Um, so another thing then, I guess it's kind of itinerary uh, seminars. So you had mentioned that to me before a couple of times that you guys do seminars. And I think there was one that you had with like Michael Guthrie at one point or something that was really cool. Uh, uh we don't do that at like competitions or anything, but we hold that would be so sick. Yeah, I know. We hold a congress um per state and also per the region and national congress where it's literally just a bunch of coaches and judges and other professionals within the field show up and will discuss about different things. It's either per level, per skill, trying to teach new ways of learning a skill, things that are going on in the gymnastics community, rule changes, all that kind of stuff. And it's just like – it can usually only be like over a day, but it's like a whole day thing. Sometimes it's over a couple days. Like usually National Congress is like I think two to three Who days. are they talking to? Everyone? Everybody. So there will okay. be different things going on at the same time. Like your guys' seminar, I would assume – it's just there's one speaker, and then there's just a bunch of people who show up, and they just talk to the audience. But yeah, the way that exactly. the conference and, and works is that there's different topics in different areas of like where it is at like a convention center potentially, where they're going on at the same time. So there's different groups of people at each place, if that makes sense. So you kind of yes. choose where you want to go listen. Okay, that actually – it just depends – it depends. So sometimes they have one at a time and they'll have everybody sitting in the gym and then they'll have the one speaker. And then it's actually the majority of the time the seminar is trick based. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's mentality based, but it's usually trick based. And then we'll get in lines and it's like a mini class and we'll actually be doing stuff. It's not just talking. Um, we'll do that too. Okay, cool. And then, um, and, and then sometimes if there's enough, space in the gym we'll have three going at once but then we will hit them all we just split into smaller groups and rotate oh interesting that's nice yeah so even though or, they're saying the same thing it's still to a different audience so it can be a little bit different okay no yeah. so i mean well 
Right. Yes. To a different audience, but each person is teaching something different. And then I remember sometimes they'd be like, this is how much time we have because we need to start battles at this time because there's always so many technical, like you think it's going to be like a set amount of time. And then you're like, I got to upload everything to Instagram. I need to take all these pictures. I need to get everyone their, you know, their lineup. I need to get all these teams organized. There's a lot of stuff that has to go on and they can't do it ahead of time. It has to happen in the moment. So it can take longer. So they're like, we need to start battles at this time. Um, I know that we've got five seminars to do. We're not going to have time for all five. So what we're going to do is you get three rotations and you get to pick where you go. You're going to miss two and you just get to, pick what you want and yeah, go who do you want to go to yeah exactly so yeah but they usually will let you know like this is the speaker this is the thing they'll be talking about and then it's really cool to just have access to that knowledge because you're there in a class and you're like hey i have a question about this and you can ask them anything it doesn't have to be just about that trick and these yeah. people are the most experienced like they're teaching like seminars on their thing like there was one like yeah. Mason Rowley did one on front swings and that was super helpful for me. I mean, like that's what he's known for is just front swings. So it's like, like I just want to ask him so much about it (laughs) and, (laughs) and everything he ever told me is completely stuck in my head. And I've transferred that information to anyone who's asked me how I front swing. So it, it works. (laughs) It's just really cool. I just remember it very well, all the seminars and I apply that stuff and it's phenomenal because these are masters at whatever it is that they're teaching about. You have to take advantage. It's silly not to go. That's true. Like I, at the last Congress I went to for, it was the Minnesota state Congress. Uh, I sat through a preschool seminar to learn how to make warm ups more fun. I didn't know it was going to be a preschool seminar, but I wasn't going to be listening to the new level four level five routine so i was just like okay i'll go sit over here let me tell you they you do some ridiculous stuff to make it more fun but you know it makes it more fun and i've almost debated about trying some things with, with like the older kids because he was just like yeah. i just walk in every day and i just do something different i don't even care like yeah there's sometimes where we have like a more like traditional warm-up but if i want to make things like really stupid and really just like out of the box i will just make things really stupid and really out of the box and you will not see it coming it's like oh like it was it was just really funny like he'll just do things to music he would dress up he's like yeah i would do this to my team kids too i'm like oh my god i could never do that i i would get way too embarrassed personally i'd probably yeah. prep myself before i did that Oh, but that's okay. so funny. No, I mean, it just keeps it interesting for everyone, so I get it. And it's just a warm-up. Like, it's not that – like, it's important, but it's not like it has to be a set, you know, this is what it is. Not all the time. Higher-level coach. It was just – that was one of his big things that he wanted to talk about because he's like, the way I run my preschool classes is really good, and I know they are. So you should try to learn from it. And then his next seminar, which is right after that, was about bar basics, and he said he had like I think 60 different drills that he uses for bars. Wow. Like a ton of different people. I think it was something like that. It was some like really high number. I was like, oh. And a lot of them is like – just basic things, but it's making sure that it is done 100% correct because it leads into so many other things. And he went over it. I don't even think he technically finished his seminar because he not he did, not that he got sidetracked. There was just so much. And I don't think he could 
covered in the amount of time he had. Now totally. Like, God, this is this is nice. Like I, I was taking notes, but I've used some of that stuff, and I continue to use some of that stuff. And even when I was having to learn, learn a little bit more about Yurchenko's, because I never technically competed one. Right, never. Not that I never technically competed one. I never competed one. Didn't want to compete one. Um, yeah. I can figure out how to do it, but teaching it is a lot more of a different beast because you have to really understand the mechanics of how it works. It's yes, it's a roundoff back handspring, but there's a lot of other things that come into play for it. So you've got to figure out like how to teach those things. And it can be difficult and scary to get kids to do because if they mess up, like you're more likely gonna get hurt than at most other vaults, especially like lead up vaults. So that Right. It can be tricky. And the only the difference here is you're the person who's gonna get hurt, you know, at these tricking yep. seminars. Like so learning that information is crucial. And do not be afraid of the level you're at. If you are like no. if you're going to a three sixty dive roll seminar and you're like, I can seven twenty dive roll, then go to it and help him or her teach the dive roll or learn a new technique or learn a new setup or learn just there's so many things you can learn about it or just drill go get yeah. go there and show up everyone just because that would be kind of fun or yeah. if you if you can't even dive roll still go because you will learn how to dive roll like oh yeah it is have- very one-on-one and having those people around you to just and trickers rarely ever take time and say i'm gonna take 30 minutes of my time and drill one move so it's yeah. really cool to have a coaching, a co- like a coached setting, and be like, "Oh, I'm taking my time to do this and this alone." And you see progress, and you're like, "Man, I should train like this more often." It's really, really it, sick. It, it is, and that's the thing. Like, and even like if you don't have a 720 dive roll, even if it's consistent potentially, what if you go to this class and it unlocks just like a little bit of thing to make it even better? Yeah, or easier, no or whatever. Variation, just but... like a new spotting, a new way to catch yourself so you don't hurt your shoulder. Like, yeah, something to make it less scary, or like, or do it from like a you know a front handspring punch seven twenty dive roll. Like, I don't know, or like, a, do you punch off two feet? Do you split your legs? Like all these small things that you've never maybe you've never thought about. So, or like, what nope. do you do nope. out of the seven twenty dive roll, and w- instead of into it, you know, yeah. like how do you combo out of it? cleanly like you want to be there and hear all these other people's ideas it's really really cool and it's super enjoyable so i definitely recommend that um back to more of like the uh flow of the gathering so let's back up a little bit because we just what's that i was actually gonna ask about battles didn't mean to interrupt but that was no that's okay okay so first let's talk about this so usually you will show up this is when you exchange information and meet everybody. Then you will go to the first session the same night that you arrive normally. And you that's when everyone sniffs each other's butts and all the big dick energy is put out and the pecking order is put into place and you go, Oh, this is that guy. Oh, this is that guy. Or like I like this is what he does, you know. Or if I if you're kind of planning your battles, like if I battle like these are probably the people I would battle, or like uh, yep. You know, just kind of like putting yourself in in place, not necessarily on purpose or, you know, for ego or anything, just kind of like because this is where session vibes start to come in. Um, but we will do a separate episode for session vibes. But th- yeah. that's where you start to understand what the theme of the gathering might be or what um, what your place in the session vibes is. Um, okay. So then after that, then you usually stay up all night or you go back, you know, back to the 
place if you're not tricking all night long you go back to wherever you're staying and you'll probably hang out all night um staying up and then you sleep in super late uh you go get your food whatever you can either do fast uh, pretty much everyone just does fast food every single day yeah um and then sounds like it would be the norm especially if you're staying in a room or a hotel with like six different people you're probably not going to be cooking for everybody right and it's only like three or four days um, yeah. and there is food. There's usually like a supper provided like two, I think two of the three days or, you know, everyone does it a little bit differently, but usually there's like yeah. tacos, um, provided at, you know, a few of the nights, whatever. Oh, man, um, so that's kind of nice. It's more of like a real meal. And then, uh, yeah. So then, so then, uh, then you usually do your fun thing, like your grass session or your hike or, um, like a, a town tour or whatever that they've got planned. And then, uh, then the next day is, uh, you'll probably have open session that night too. And then the last day is usually battle day. So make sure that you save yourself for battle day. So what questions did you have about battles? So I know we've had an episode on battling and like where to start and stuff. Yes. Um, Do you usually try to pick who you're going to go battle or is it just kind of like someone else? Like, um, I know shapes mags does a lot of the battling stuff. Um, so I don't know if it's just completely organized by them and, like, they choose who you're going to go battle or if you're like, I want to battle this guy. They're like, okay. Okay, yeah. So it is pretty freeform at the moment. Uh, and if Shapes Mag is running it, then it's live voting. Uh, we did yep. used to – originally at the Trick Difference, there was uh, three judges that were just assigned judges uh, previously before the gathering started. And I really enjoyed having the judges because they're usually impartial. The voting thing is like the live voting. It it just is what it is because um, people are like, Oh, I'm going to vote for my friend. Even if they lost, you know, there's plenty of that. And then it's like, it's live and there's not a lot of people who are on who are going to vote. And it's like, it's just like a little off, you know, like it's like, I wish it was like impartial and I wish it was, I don't know, just more sanctioned. Yeah, and like a guaranteed proper answer instead of like anything could happen. You know, like what if someone yeah. has five Instagram profiles? You know, like there's no regulating what's going on. And um, but yeah, so there. But it's fine. It is what it is for now, and um, that's what that's what they've got going on. But back to like how you get picked. So basically, you just submit your name. And then people will generally know who you are. And if you, they don't, they will just search you on Instagram. And then we'll just kind of see uh, your clips that you have and kind of determine your level based on that. Or they might ask you like, hey, can you do this trick? Can you do this trick? Because they'll, they'll start pairing people that they know. And they'll be like, these two people go well together. These two people go well together. Or, and, and this is also from the butt sniffing sessions too because they'll be like, oh, I've seen this guy move and I've seen this guy move. And um, yeah, they can kind of start pairing people ahead of time that way. And then they'll be like, oh, he ended up signing up. I know who he is. I saw him do this. And, but they usually ask too and just kind of get an idea. Um, I remember at Neo um, – man, I can't remember what it's called. Neo Battles. I don't know if there was like another name for that. But they have normal Neo and then they have Neo – just for battles. And, uh, we did that. Well, ahead of time on the checkout thing, they were like, they were like, can you do cheat nine? Can you do double cork? Can you do triple cork? Can you, and they had like a whole list of tricks that you had to check off that you could do. And based on the tricks you checked off, it put you into a certain bracket. So that was kind I of cool. like that. Okay. Cause that was, that's one thing. And potentially if we ever get back to it, the, uh, how to score tricking series, 
potentially forming how we would come up with battles and levels and like how you would do that when you would get there. That was an idea I had, so I like that that's already implemented most of the yes, like that's and it's it's cool. Um, it's not really worth all of that that you know all that work. Uh, yeah. unless it's a bracket system, but it's I have never seen a bracket system at a gathering except for that because it was exclusively battles at that one. Um, but this, but normally it's not exclusively battles, so they will not. Do, it's just a one-time battle, and then you can sign up for one v ones, two v twos, and three v threes generally, and uh, you'll just decide and you just you you get to choose your own team. But then, like you said, do you get to choose who you battle? You can if you want. So if you say, hey, I want to battle this guy, and he goes, are you okay with that? And then they both say yes, all right, it's happening. It doesn't matter what level you're at. If you're both okay with it, they make it happen. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty sick. Uh, I, I have seen where people have done multiple 1v1s. <laughs> but uh, oh, wow. also, just 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 know your limits and, and don't plan out what you're going to do beforehand. You can have a general idea. You can have a general flow, but also know like what the session, like the gathering theme is. Um, we'll talk about session vibes and, and that uh, the relevance of that in the battle as well. And then um, use the things you learned from the seminar. People will go crazy because they learned it and using tricks that they struggled with in a battle is impressive so if you do like g switch times five to double cork and there's a tricker who's never done g switch g switch before they're not going to appreciate that but if you do the trick so if you the 360 dive roll and they could not 360 dive roll but you use it in a battle everyone's gonna be like oh shit because we all just struggled with that move and you know i bet 90 percent of the people couldn't do it and now you just use it in a battle, they're going to respect that because they, you know, tried and failed or they at least struggled and got that trick and you're comfortable enough to do it because they probably wouldn't be. So using tricks like that will give a wow to the audience because you're performing, you know, you, like tricking battles should be a lot more about crowd pleasing than about personal accomplishments obviously there should be personal accomplishments in there as well i have not landed a triple cork in a battle uh yet and i would really like to i was close but that's like a personal goal for me but it's like not that important really yeah. uh you know like it is but it's like that shouldn't be my main focus my main focus should be what am i what is my opponent doing right true but i can see where you're coming from because that is a personal goal and if Things eventually become more sanctioned, and you can get a pro status athlete, like become a pro status athlete. Then it would probably matter. Yes, that's not part of the conversation currently. <laughs> um, <laughs> so with gatherings, then, so it's not really just like mostly competition based. It's really just show up, have fun, maybe bat a little bit if you want to, and try to just like learn from the experience and like really take the way like what tricking is absolutely and something else that's really great about the gathering is you show up you meet all these people everyone is super passionate because if you show up to a gathering you're generally not a slacker you know the yeah. ones who are going to go out of their way to travel go to a gathering and trick with a bunch of strangers are usually the people who do trick harder and show up to session consistently and are relevant in the scene so those are the like the amount of motivation that you gain during the gathering 
is immense. The amount of skill that you see at the gathering is immense. And you are not around that type of level all the time. You create this really strong bond with all the people that you share this really cool, this really cool hobby with. And yeah, you just, you see things that you never see. It's so much more crazy in person. <clears throat> so like you see, you know, people do a stream of tricks and it's like, it's their thing. And you like see them doing it on Instagram all the time. And you're like, yeah, okay, I know. And then you see it in person. You're like, whoa. And you're like, why does that surprise me now? Like it's all he does. But like, for some reason it looks great in person and it does. It's, I don't yeah. know what it is, but it's like, it's like seeing everything for the first time. Person. Oh yeah. And just seeing people go one after the other is just insane. Like it, the vibes are just intense and we'll get into that. But, and then there's, there's post-gathering depression that hits heavy, but there's also post-gathering motivation that hits heavy. So, because because you take so much away from it, and you go, "Wow, I'm not where I thought I was," or like now I have this new these new goals, or man, I want to do this at my next gathering type of thing. So you have you have all this new motivation, and you also have this major depression. <laughs> so yeah. just be aware that that's going to happen, but use the motivation to you know be happy and keep all everyone's contact info so that you can stay in touch um maybe make a group chat with some of the people you get along with best or whatever and then uh maybe plan up a way to meet up at your next gathering share a hotel with them or whatever it is you know just it's really all just about having fun like you said like it's not competitive based there's not it's not about beating other people it's not no you know about any of that it's just everyone just wants to get together and have a good time yeah uh, is there anything else that you think we can add? Um, I, let's just go ahead and say it. Um, currently, uh, oh, drugs yeah. are a uh, pretty apparent in the tricking scene. It's just part of the culture, so just be aware that that is, you know, going to be around. You're never forced to partake ever. It's it's just going to be around, and uh, it's not going to be. You know, in the gym, it's controlled. You know, it's controlled. It's just available. So, yes. so just be aware of that. And uh, but everyone is respectful. So that is one thing that's really nice is that usually I'm pretty sure the tricking community mainly usually respects boundaries. So absolutely, yeah. Force things upon you, maybe to learn a new tech, but not to partake <laughs> in things that you're not comfortable with. Exactly. Yeah, because like I said, it's just a big party is is what it is. Um, and then obviously we're also like extremely high level athletes while we're also destroying our bodies <laughs> with unhealthy decisions. It's just the way it is. And I, I want I, you know that's not for me personally because I need to take care of my body because I would hate myself if I didn't give tricking my all. And tricking comes first before you know the before the party inside. So that's my decision, but that doesn't have to be yours. So. Just wanted to let people know that that is how it is. And it's not like it's going to be overwhelming. It's just, no, you know, it's just there. It's just there. Be aware. All right. And I don't think we have anything else. So we will wrap this up and we will see you guys next time. Yeah. Be there for the vibe session. <laughs>